Thanks for tuning in to Eye on Princeton. We have a special episode for you right now. We're doing a series of talking to local dads, local fathers, and just picking their brains at, well, what it's like raising the children in their family. Maybe we can swap good ideas and get rid of the bad ideas and things like that. And I do have a gentleman with us, Nick. I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you. Thank and you. I just really appreciate you being willing to be a part of this. So you have how many children total that you have an opportunity to be a dad to? I influence eight children. <laughs> I've had four. I mean, <laughs> but eight is... Once you hit three and you're outnumbered, you can just keep going. It's like having more people on payroll. You just say, hey, here's your employee number. There's no manual. Just follow the other ones. They'll show you what to do. On that note... What is your like baseline? Where do you start as far as being a father? What is your ground zero? Hmm. That's an interesting question. Um, a lot of the ways that I try to live my life is based on teachings from the Bible and um, representing Christ, being more like him. If I could, at the end of my life, have people say spending an hour with him was like spending an hour with Christ, that would be ideal. I'd, I'd say job well done. I did it. Well, I uh, I'm basically the same. There was a time in my life where that wasn't the case. Now, all of our children, all four, are, are grown adults. And thank goodness, three of them graduated college. Another one went into a profession. And they're healthy, happy, and they're not in trouble. And heaven knows it could have been a lot different, and I thank the Lord for that. As a dad, I learned something, and that was... If I'm doing something in secret and I'm thinking that it's not going to affect anything, what I've learned firsthand is that this is a spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. And if I'm on the spiritual downside, that spreads through the rest of the family. Oh, like wildfire. Yeah. When you're off, your your influence is off, your patience is off, your, the way that you love, the way that you lead is entirely off and your family's getting the short end. I have children. We have grandchildren. I did this real quick study. I was like, okay, you know, what would be, what is something I could share with my kids? And one of the things that I learned from reading the Bible, but it's my responsibility as a father to study my child, each individual child, individually, study them, understand what makes them work. And the key thing that I had a difficult time with when they were growing up was nurturing them. My role as a dad, if they're under my roof, is to nurture my children. What do you think? Yeah, no, it absolutely is. Um, I, it's interesting. I just had a conversation with a coworker about this yesterday. Um, our role in their life is to be, be a coach. You know, yeah, we, we've got to make sure that they know their ABCs, and we've got to make sure that one one point in time in their life they know how to do their taxes and everything. But aside from all the task-oriented things that we have to do in our life, we have to be able to manage our emotions and manage the way that we respond to what life has to give us. And a lot of us as adults, we do that through coaches. We do that through self-improvement books and podcasts and, and whatnot. We get uh, leadership from people at work, leadership from people in our community and our, our religious institutes. And being a father, I think, is no different. You study this one person, you know how they respond, you know what makes them tick, you know their motivations, you know what they can handle. And if you don't, you're going to have a hard time at it. Agreed. We don't have a lot of time, but I just wanted you know, check in with different dads. So I'll just get a question for you. With your children, when you went out to a restaurant, how did you handle those situations as far as expectations of how each child was to behave? Well, 
the simple answer is just you model it. You know, if leadership comes in a lot of different styles and probably the most effective is leadership through action and through seeing and emulating. So if I'm acting crazy and I'm throwing my food in the air and tossing my fork on the floor, well, yeah, they're going to think that's right on par. I can do that. (laughs) But that's obviously not the way we act in public. We we act with a certain way. We act with, with grace and with kindness to our servers. Definitely with kindness to your server. Be nice to them. <laughs> they deserve it. 20%. Yes, 20% or more. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it. We just we, we model the behaviors that we want our children to see. And when they don't model those, we, we step in. Let them know, hey, this, this is where you're going wrong. You mentioned something earlier about coaching. And your experience with teenagers. Do you find yourself more as a coach? In other, in other words, like it's more of a coaching style or uh, iron fist or like just share your experience with teenagers. That's interesting because like uh, we said before, we're, we're a blended family. And so I, I you know, have children in my home who have a, a biological father and then they have me and my children. Uh, they have me right now, but and a more satellite kind of parenting style. They can get any method at any time. They can get the iron fist. They can get the coach. Um, and I think the circumstances dictate what they're supposed to get. But I think that's the same way that we as adults receive coaching and, and guidance as well. You know, we can go into court and we can get the iron fist from the judge or we can get a little bit of mercy. We can get, you know, hey, there's a slap on the wrist. These are the consequences of what happens the next time you do this. Understand those and then go out and make the right choices. I'm going to ask you this in closing. Let me give you a a scenario and just see how you would handle it. Maybe you've had this situation. What would you do if your behavior or you didn't handle something well and your child witnessed it? How would you handle that? Mm. Let me even put it this way. Okay. There might be a dad listening right now who may have had this situation of like, wow, I did something that really wasn't cool. It wasn't a good thing. My kid witnessed it and I don't know what to do. What would you suggest? Own it. Absolutely own it. Don't shy away from it. Make sure that they know you saw this and and I own that. And this is where I went wrong And this. I want to apologize to you. I want to let you know that I think I failed you in showing you this behavior and that's not right. So I'm going to do my best to never do that again. I'll probably mess up, but um, it's mine to own. Nick, before we go, just, just need to ask you this. With the older kids, do they ever point back to pointing out any time you were wrong in the past? Like my kids feel they with it. Oh, yeah, I remember when dad did that. How about you? Absolutely. <laughs> like I said, they, they, they model behaviors, right? And so to model behavior, you have to be paying attention. And they are. They are always paying attention. Yeah, I've been called out numerous times for a, a number of my blunders. <laughs> you know, I think probably the, the, the most recent one was letting the trash go. Right. You know, we've got responsibilities in the home and we try to divvy those out and, and we have one child who's that's his main task and he's he slipped on it and it's been brought to my attention that I might have slipped on that once or twice before or I've got a task that I didn't get, get taken care of and I've, I've let that slip. And so at that point, it's going back to grace. <laughs> I need the grace. Uh, I'm going to give it to you first so you can model that behavior too. (laughs) That's just awesome. Nick, thank you very much for just being candid with us and sharing some experiences with your eight children. And God bless you and your wife. 
Same to you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Eye on Princeton, a podcast focused on the happenings in Princeton, Texas. We always welcome your feedback, ideas, suggestions, comments, or questions by email to mitchellchase at mitchellmchase.com. Until next time, blessings to you and yours. Eye on Princeton is produced by Chase Productions. Copyright 2022.